Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Let it rain! You remember the class where I taught y'all how to make it rain? Make it rain. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. All right, Monday, Funday, people. Welcome in another edition of Make It Rain here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. As uh, as we try to put it all together here, make sense of what happened over the last uh, 72 hours or so, we will do our best. But I can assure you this, I have no idea, um, and don't even ask, but I have no idea what the writers of Game of Thrones were thinking because apparently... 11 million people are calling into work sick today, and they absolutely hated the final episode of season eight. And uh, I'm I'm shocked. Uh, I really am, because usually endings to series that people love, like The Sopranos and like The Wire and like Mm -hmm. everything else that came before it, they're never going to live up to it. I'm not sure what people right. ever expect. Like, how are you supposed to write out eight seasons where everybody's going to be happy? And, and man, nobody's happy this morning here. A lot of Game of Thrones fans uh, apparently forgot all about the previous, you know, I don't know, seven and a half seasons where they lo- it was the greatest show since Ice Cream. But now the last episode sucks so bad, apparently the whole, now the series sucks, don't even waste your time watching it. I, I'm confused, Dan. I don't know whether I should binge watch this or I shouldn't binge watch it now. We talk about recency bias, huh, Joe? So all of a sudden, because of the last episode, all of a sudden it no longer belongs. It no longer even belongs in, like, the top ten of all-time shows, you know? I see, like, Breaking Bad trending this morning. And it's because, like, oh, Game of Thrones can't threaten that as one of the best uh, shows of all time anymore. I don't know. All I do know, though, is I had a... female Sansa Stark and Arya Stark at the beginning of the season to be on the Iron Throne. I don't know if I cashed or not. I, well, listen, the thing won 40 semi, uh, 47 Emmys, so it, it obviously somebody thought it was a good show, but I am I am just blown away by those that all, I mean, for what, the last two months, all people have been right. tweeting about diehards, about, oh, this is the, it's the greatest show, you, got, you have to see it, you can't miss yep. and now one crap show, I guess, uh, an ending, which... And they're all compared. It's like the Sopranos, man. Like, I, like, how did you want the Sopranos to end? Every like, what you know? It was a diner. It was Journey. Right. It was use your imagination. Oh. What? 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 The Sopranos? Oh, we're not, we're not, we're not going to spoil anything. We're not going to spoil yeah. anything. Don't worry about Trust it. Me, Everyone's you'll be very upset about like everyone else. Yeah, you'll be what disappointed I will say, like everybody else. What I will say, Joe, without spoiling anything for Venmo B down there, but like The Sopranos, I remember The Wire, Breaking Bad, what they always used to do was have the huge thing happen in the second to last episode yes. of the season. You know what yes. I mean? And then this actual yes. season finale or the series finale was more like picking up all the pieces 
of what right. actually happened. So I, you know, and Joe, we're like two guys here hosting the show. Neither one of us watched the damn show Game of Thrones, so I don't really well, know. Well, you happened. know, it's a little I too, uh, yeah, a little too Dungeons and Dragons for my taste. But, exactly. uh, but but you know, I was being convinced that maybe, all right, maybe I should binge watch the first, that you know, the first season. Like uh, you know, the it, all of these people can't be wrong, right? Maybe right. I'm missing out. Maybe, but, but now it's like don't waste your time. Maybe the crazy thing actually happened last week, and people were expecting more to happen in the finale, and it just didn't. You know, I, but who knows? Who knows? I, you know, I, I was find it hard to balls. believe these episodes will never live up to when these diehards, whether it be Breaking Bad's a great one, uh, all of them that that have yeah, come Sopranos, before it. The Wire. <clears throat> Remember also all Lost all the way back in the day, like yes, Lost. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And then it was like, oh, I'm, Brian, I'm about to spoil it. I'm about to spoil yes. it, Brian. Uh, it turned out like, oh, they was just like purgatory that they were in the whole time, <laughs> whatever it is. Like, so I mean, it it, it never it never kind of lives up to it, it you know. I, I, I the wire no, the same way, you know. Did the was, wire was, and one of the best shows ever. I mean, come on, one of the best series ever was that uh, was the wire. But how do you neatly tie everything into a bow after eight amazing forty seven Emmys later? Like, you can't do it, people. Mad Men, same yes. thing. Second yes. to last episode is where these things really pop off. But yeah. hey, Joe, you and me, let's go. Let's go like happen. Okay, let's go write a new prompt, and we know the formula. We'll do it. I hear HBO has an opening. Yes, that's exactly what I hear. It's ex- it's coming, people. It's coming. So are the uh, I don't know the NBA playoffs. I think yeah, are they over yet? I don't know. I'm bored already. We'll talk about it coming up here, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. Do you want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenics samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Searching for an outdoor oasis but don't have time to catch a flight? Join us in the heart of Midtown at Versa, packed with good vibes, great views, and service unmatched. Fully stocked with five bars throughout the venue. Aside from our stellar dining menu, Tuesday through Friday, our culinary team has curated a delectable rotation of food activations to be featured on our patio from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Join us for nonstop fun on one of New York City's largest patios as rooftop season is finally upon us. Located at 215 West 35th Street, New York, New York. Official partners of the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers. 
I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But a lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76 and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing different is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 andro400.com All right, happy Monday people as we uh, as we try to pick up the pieces here from the weekend monster weekend in the world of sports. I uh, hope it was a profitable weekend for you. If not, the good news is, hey, it's uh, it's a brand new week. It is Monday. We get to start it all over again. He is Dane Martinez. I am Joe Ranieri, and neither of us uh, watched uh, Game of Thrones last night, although both of us seem to agree that whatever it was you were expecting, you were never going to get. So get over it and uh, get your asses up to work and get going, okay? Enough's enough here. Enough of this morning of 11 million people. And now, apparently, there was a water bottle, I meant to tell you in that also. We heard about the Starbucks. There was a water bottle now that everyone's pissed off with. They're just toying with us. They're just toying with you people. And hats off, by the way, to uh, Venmo Bryant. Uh, You know, we we often chastise this kid for not embracing uh, the past culture, right? And the the past... Busting out Sopranos. I'm impressed here, man. We should give him a little credit, should we not? I think uh, for many reasons, Venmo Bryant's stock is on the rise. He's like a he's like a fantasy guy that I'm I'm keeping an eye on that uh, I may want to I may want to pick up. I think he's on the rise for a number of reasons, including uh, Yeoman's work he did on Friday. Yes, but uh, yes, congratulations, man. We often uh, I know you don't uh, you're not a big fan of Larry Bird, but. You right, taking right, right. the initiative to watch uh, The Sopranos and uh, and get yourself acclimated there. I'm pretty impressed, Venmo. I am pretty I, impressed, brother. There might be yeah. hope for you. There might be hope <laughs> for you left. Maybe. Yeah, I don't brother. Know. That's uh, right. That's right. right. So but don't let him get we... you high on the horse there, okay? There, no, uh, no, no, Joe. no. He's still no, got to no. put in work. Yes, yes. Don't get him on, especially uh, we don't want him on Bodie Express. Otherwise, uh, he'll just end up okay. tossing you Roll anyway. Off. Yes, we had a crazy weekend, of course, uh, the Preakness. We had PGA, uh, the PGA Championship. We had uh, NBA playoffs, of course, NHL playoffs. Uh, we had a heavyweight fight, if you can believe there is still such yeah. a thing. A uh, whole lot going on, but we'll start with what happened last night, which was just an abomination of basketball. I just, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I am bored to tears I, it hit me last night watching the Milwaukee Bucks and the Toronto Raptors play out of the East there in double overtime. And you would think double overtime. Wow, what a game. But I got to tell you, I and I can't believe I'm saying this, I actually miss LeBron. I, I really, really miss LeBron because watching the Milwaukee Bucks shoot, oh, I don't know, turn the ball over, I think 20 times, which led to 21 points. 
the supposed MVP of the league uh, had, what, 12 points, what, okay. fouled out, was nowhere to be found. Uh, he actually airballed a, a damn free throw, okay? Like, didn't even hit the rim, like, didn't hit anything. Uh, he barely hit the net. I, I'm watching these supposed stars here, Middleton, Bledsoe, the, the, the three Milwaukee's, all of Milwaukee's starters shot 19 of 69. Bledsoe and Middleton went three for 16. And the worst part about this is they somehow managed to get this into double overtime, which tells you how piss poor the Toronto Raptors are. And I'm after coming off Friday night watching, uh, you know, one of the most exciting teams of a generation we'll ever see, Watching the Golden State Warriors just dismantle and take the air out of the building in Portland and demoralize what is a pretty damn good team uh, in the Trailblazers. To watch that last night, I'm going, this is, I, I actually, Dane, I miss LeBron because there's one thing we could always count on LeBron, win or lose. You knew you were going to get a show. The man was going to bring it. You never felt like he was out of it. But watching guys... Uh, supposed MVPs of this league, airball a free throw. I, like, I get, they shot 50%, barely, just over 50% from the free throw line. Like, I'm like, I can't, I can't. This is the worst basketball. We keep trying to make excuses. Oh, 20-point wins. Oh, they, so, yeah, guys, they, they sucked last night. And Toronto, I don't, God bless you won, Toronto. But the fact that you won and these guys went 19 of 69, don't pat yourselves on the back. Feel feel very lucky you walked away with a win at the end of uh, two overtimes last night. Drives me crazy, man. I'm like, what are we watching here? Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to be as hard on Giannis as it looks like you are because here's the thing. You're right. He was 5 of 16. Apparently, he airballed three. But we talk about sometimes, like with Joel Embiid, just his mere presence being able to do things for others, uh, give open shots to others. I mean, he finished that game at plus three where a lot of the other guys uh, for Milwaukee were in minus territory. And, Joe, the man also had 23 rebounds and seven assists, you know. So, I mean, he was still doing other things even when his shot wasn't falling and to be quite honest Joe I see the I still see both of these series as uh, on parallel tracks you know we've been talking about this we've seen the point spreads we've seen the totals be similar and when I look at Golden State being down 18 and then storming back I saw I saw Milwaukee yesterday down by a boatload and then stormed I believe they were down by seven at halftime it was in double digits at points in the second half they did in fact storm on back as well you know, I think this may be the only one Toronto gets. You know, they have to have, you know, Giannis foul out. It takes some double overtime. I just think that's what we're seeing. We're seeing Golden State and Milwaukee being the class of their conference. Portland had a chance in their best shot in game three, their home game, towels waving, had a lead, but ultimately couldn't get it done. In Toronto, towels waving, best shot, Drake on the sidelines in his little purple windbreaker. They get out to a lead. Milwaukee comes back. They do sort of slip by, but I do think still these series are on very parallel tracks. I hear you, Joe, that, you know, guys like Chris Middleton, Eric Bledsoe, they don't really rate as much as, say, LeBron and uh, a Kevin Love kind of guy. But Giannis, I'm not going to go that hard on. He did finish with 
12 points, but 23 rebounds and 7 assists. He's still trying to do whatever he can for this team. And, I mean, you don't think they're not going to sweep their way to the NBA championship. And on the road in Game 3 with the towels waving, it still took double overtime to knock him out. So, I actually, I'm not... You know, I'm not, I'm not going to change my opinion of players or the team that much after what I saw last night. Uh, you can you, you can kiss his ass all you want. To me, I saw not a guy afraid. I he saw a guy he got 23 rebounds, Joe. Listen, congratulations, 23 rebounds, and you lost and you fouled out. And by the yeah, way, what bothered me the most the is with the rest of your starters going three for 100, you didn't at all you never tried to shoot the ball all you tried to do in the second half in the overtimes of those games was try to be a facilitator instead of taking control of the game we're not talking about a bench player we're talking about the guy a week ago you praised Damian Lillard for doing the same exact thing when he deferred to CJ McCollum you you praise them for knowing he didn't have it and facilitating others. We are not talking about CJ McCollum. We're talking no, I'm about, talking about Damian Lillard. NBA. I'm talking about we're Damian Lillard, about Joe. We're not even talking about Damian. What different? Damian Lillard's not the MVP of the NBA. This guy is. This guy is supposed to be the Greek freak. And instead of taking control of that game, even if you weren't shooting well, he never shot the ball. Ever in the second half. Never once did he. The minute he realized, oh boy, he's airballing free throws. He's airball, And then all of a sudden he became timid in the second half. Now he's not shooting at all. Now he's going to let Chris Middleton, okay, airball shots and go three for 23. If you're the MVP of the NBA, suck it up and figure out a way to get it done in the second half. Don't airball free throws. And don't keep passing the ball up when he had so many opportunities. He could have took a three. He could have took a mid-range jump shot. Instead, he passed the ball off. Drove me absolutely crazy watching this guy going, this is the MVP of the NBA, right? This is the guy that everybody anointed the next coming here. Like, you've got to be kidding me with this game. Double overtime, Toronto. Listen, congratulations, but it took... The entire starting five here for Milwaukee to crap the bed and turn the ball over 20 times for you to even be in this game. I don't see how either one of these two series are even closely resembled. You've got one team who's a champion, who plays like a champion, and you've got these two teams over here going, I don't want it, you take it. No, I don't want it, you take it. No, I'll take it. No, all right, here, I'm just going to make it as easy as possible for you to win one at home. They are, Milwaukee is the better team by far, but not if you're going to play like that. Just totally embarrassing as far as I'm concerned. Airballing free throws as a pro shooting barely 60% from the free throw line tells you everything you need to know about the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, I mean, I, I see it differently, Joe. You know, like literally about a week ago in Game 7 in Denver, Damian Lillard, who we've been lauding, didn't have it and facilitated with others. We talk about Steph Curry. We talk about KD. When they don't have it, they facilitate for others. That's what was going on with Giannis, in my opinion, last night. And you talk about the but difference. But CJ McCollum was on fire. Who was on fire last night? Nobody. That's my point. Then, then that's take the ball happen. into your own hands. You're the MVP. But, but Joe, here's nah, – I mean, I don't know. I think you still – when you don't have it, you still have to do that. You're, I mean, he grabbed 23 rebounds, Joe, for goodness sakes. And when you're talking about the Warriors are like a heart of a champion, these guys, they didn't have it on the road in the conference finals, and it still took 
double overtime to give them an L. They're still going to, like, Joe, the Milwaukee Bucks are still trending to win this series in five games. Yeah. Right, well, yeah, not if they keep playing like that, they don't. But again, my point is, so what? Like, so what? You're going to win five games. So you're going to beat Toronto, a team you you shouldn't, it shouldn't even be close. You should have been, you should have won last night. You shouldn't even, the effort is what bothers me the most is the way they approach that game, knowing that none of their starters had it and that you have the MVP of the league on your team and he all of a sudden like becomes timid. He like folds up and all of a sudden, yeah, okay, I'm going to rebound. Congratulations. What? What is that guy like? Dude, nobody, you're not the MVP because of your rebounding. You're the MVP because you're supposed to be able to take over games like that last night when nobody else has it. Doesn't matter if you're having a tough game. Figure it out, man up, and hit a damn free throw. Like, you, if they would have hit, I don't know, one out of the 30 they missed last night, they would actually have won that game. It's the worst basketball I have seen. I'm just... It drives me crazy. We talk about this Milwaukee team supposing to be, oh, boy, these guys are going to be real contenders. Uh, what I saw is a team shrink last night on the road. Yes, on the road. They were on the road. They won three times in Toronto already on the road. It's not like it's a foreign place. But, man, I just yeah, – Joe, it was also double overtime. It was, it's not like they got crushed, you know what I mean? Like, if you're going to tell me that this is the one game they lose on their way, like – I. Yeah, double overtime against the conference final opponent in their first home game. Like that's the spot that where that's the spot where they lose. We knew that. This is the same spot. I mean, Golden State was down 18. They made a huge comeback. Milwaukee was down double digits. They made a huge comeback. It just and it took double overtime. They just fell a little bit short. Yeah, well, the problem is you instead of stepping on the throat of the Toronto Raptors, now you've given them life and you've given them motivation. So I'm not necessarily convinced this is over in five, not after what I saw last night. We'll see, but don't give Toronto Raptors, don't give them all that much credit either. We'll talk more about that, plus Golden State. We'll do that coming up, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audioboom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. This place is great. Where are we? We're at Quintas. Quintas? Quintitas. Oh, you mean meat farm? (laughs) It's Genta's Meat Farm Supermarket. Genta's Meat Farms has nine locations across Long Island, bringing you local farm fresh produce, butcher shop quality meat with custom cuts, and bakery fresh goods all at the best prices. Genta's Meat Farms. You might not know how to say it, but you know where we are. Ah, Genta's! It's not just fresh, it's Meat Farms Fresh. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. 
For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America. Can't get enough fantasy football? Roto Experts has launched their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, which includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at rotoexperts.com. Full-time fantasy. Mark Reynolds is a first base hitting cleanup. Daniel Murphy, what happened? They don't think he can hit lefties anymore? This is crazy. This was a five-game week for Colorado. Murphy did not start on Tuesday or Wednesday because they went against Chris Sale and Eduardo Rodriguez. And tonight against Cole Irvin, he's not in the lineup for Mark Reynolds. Chris Sale, fine. Eduardo Rodriguez I like, but you know, I don't think you need to send him. But Cole Irvin? Weekdays, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. We just played a lot tougher, man. We were up, we were up guarding, and we were physical, and we were, we were just, we were, we were ready to play tonight. That's, uh, that's Nick Nurse there talking about his Toronto Raptors just wanting that game more than Milwaukee did, and it certainly showed there. As now that series is two to one. I think we've got another game here coming up uh, tomorrow night, game four in Toronto. All of a sudden, that series becomes just a little bit tighter. As far as the other series goes tonight, of course, Golden State Warriors uh, came back like the Golden State Warriors do every year, came back and uh, and just demolished and more than just won that game, game three on Friday night. They didn't just... They didn't just come back and win. They did it in demoralizing fashion. They just absolutely sucked the life out of the Portland Trailblazers. And it was something to watch, too. I mean, Friday night, you, Portland is flying high in that first half. They are up double digits once again. And then comes out, and then once they came back and erased that deficit, once the Golden State uh, came right out of the gate, erased that deficit, you could – you could see the Portland Trailblazers, the, the, you're just getting demoralized. And, you know, it's one thing to lose to the better team. Like, if the, if the team is better than you, they are better than you. But what happened to Portland was just, it was hard to watch because they just, it was like they just did not, they didn't know, they didn't have any answer, didn't have any comeback. And it was the first time I've seen it from Portland, this playoffs here, uh, all of these playoffs, where a team that has been resilient never quit. I don't want to say so much that they quit, that they just, it was different. Watching that team in the second half, watching the Golden State Warriors see blood in the water, and then turning it up another notch even. Just when you think they don't have another gear, when that blood is in the water for the Golden State Warriors, that's exactly what, when they sniff it, man, that's, they just, they crank it up another notch and, you know, I felt bad for Portland. They just didn't have any answers. Every they they stopped take they just settled for shots like they were just hoping. They weren't doing anything where all right, I know this is going to go in. It felt like they were throwing up shots there in the end hoping that they would go in. 
they just had no answer. And I guess that's what that's what's made Golden State who Golden State is over the years is that they do have that that next gear. They have that. It doesn't make a damn bit of difference how much we're down. You never feel like they're out of it. And in that second half, they proved it once again. But not just not just flipping the script, but, man, just taking out the soul of the Portland Trailblazers, a team that has been tough as nails all playoffs long, just had – it was like they hit a brick wall, man, and they just – they had no answer, didn't know what to do, and you just kind of saw them fade away. It was, it was something else to watch, man, because Golden State – Say what you want about this team. Um, toughness should never be questioned about the Golden State Warriors because unless you kill them, unless you squash them, guys, they are they are never out of a game, and that should be lesson learned moving on throughout the rest of this. I don't see how Portland comes back tonight, uh, even with Golden State as a three-and-a-half-point favorite. I just, I just don't know how Portland's going to muster up the energy to try and combat this. It's a bad matchup all the way around for them. Yeah, you know, I think you're right here, Joe. You know, this idea that at at that point, like in the third quarter of that game, their soul was sucked away from them, oh, you know? Yeah. And like you said, this idea, you mentioned things like blood in the water. You mentioned things like them finding another gear. I got to tell you something, Joe. All of those things were in the form of Draymond Green, if you want to mm. know the truth. Like, this this was Draymond Green, I like, putting them on his back. And Draymond isn't always the guy who scores. But listen, 20 points... 13 boards and 12 assists. And what was more was in that point in time when they were making their run, when they were making their comeback, it was Draymond Green getting rebounds and pushing the tempo up court, Joe. That's what I think was the biggest thing. If you watch that game, there was something like 10 possessions in a row when Golden State was making that run where Draymond Green was basically playing point guard, taking the rebound, pushing it up the floor like a madman and either driving and getting the layup or dishing. He was the energizer. It was him. There was at one point in that in that run where one of the Golden State kind of like bench guys missed the dunk even, and it was Draymond Green who in the timeout got in his face and was like, it's okay, it's okay. You miss shots. I miss shots. Let's keep on going. Draymond Green was the heartbeat, was the heart and soul, and when times got rough, it was Draymond Green who kind of took it upon his shoulders, not I mean, Steph and Clay had representative efforts, okay? I mean, Curry with 26, Clay, you know, shooting shooting 8 of 20, what have you, scored 19. But in my opinion, it was Draymond Green that was the heart and soul of that kind of wave that took the soul out of the Portland Trailblazers. And I am reminded because, you know, he always doesn't show up in the stat sheet. We talk about KD. We talk about Curry. We even talk about Clay Thompson, who can get hot at any time. But I think we forget how important Draymond Green is to this entire run of the Golden State Warriors. If you remember, Joe, they may be going for their fifth in a row if Draymond didn't get suspended in the finals a few years back. Yeah, no, listen, it's it's if it wasn't for Draymond in the first half of that game, it, it could have it could have been twenty-five they were down. I mean, they were right. down eighteen as it was, but they could have been down easily twenty-five points. Uh if it, he single handedly carried that team while everyone else was trying to put it together. And yeah, it, it's all about uh Draymond, heart and soul. And I gotta tell you, one of the unintended consequences of Kevin Durant going down. Yes, it puts the ball back in Steph Curry's hands more, but at the same time, it also created the opportunity and forced Draymond Green to become a playmaker again. Right. Which, again, before Kevin Durant got there, that was kind of what 
Draymond Green was the tough guy. He was the guy that was going to get you those those pain points. But at the same time, he was also a pretty damn good facilitator. He was a guy making plays, creating plays for other people, and he got back to that. And I don't know if Joe. The whole Warriors are getting back to their offense. You know, they're getting back right. to the way they used to play. We see Steph Curry as the engine. We see Draymond, you know, like you said, being a playmaker. It's almost like when they had Kevin Durant, they almost didn't need to have offense or have any strategy. It was like, don't worry about it. We'll be fine. Now they're reverting back to ball movement and the beautiful game that they used to play, which won them 73 games in a championship previously. It's like they had to rediscover the way they used to play because before when they had Kevin Durant, it was just like a cheat code. They didn't really even have to care. You know, now they have to play and they're doing it the right way. You had the Splash Brothers. I mean, they were 54 uh, of 110 combined, right, of of that uh, of those points. That was the Splash Brothers. But on, yep. it was the dominance of, of Draymond. That was Draymond, uh, for real. You know, those who say, uh, you know, he wouldn't be this good if he was on Golden State. Guys, I don't know. I, I don't know what you're watching. I mean, this guy's got. He's got his fingerprints all over these wins, uh, these three wins here in Portland. And he does everything. He does everything this team or any other team, he does everything that you need to truly be successful as an organization. Between the defense, the passing, the rebounding, he can affect the game in a whole different lot of ways. He is the guy, the engine that keeps that thing turning and turning and turning. And, you know, love Kevin Durant, but like we've said, you know, Kevin Durant was a luxury, not not say he wasn't a necessity. Right. He was a luxury, which kind of changed the dynamic. And that just goes to show you how talented these guys are to be able to fit Kevin Durant, one of the greatest scorers that we've ever seen, right, to be able to add his 30 into what you were already doing is phenomenal. A lot of guys would have never been able to do that. But at the same time, you take Kevin Durant away – and in many aspects, this team is a hell – first of all, they're a hell of a lot more fun to watch, I think, instead of just, you know, it's uh, it's Kevin Durant one-on-one at the uh, – you know, figuring it out at the top. I think they're a lot more – they're a lot more fun. The ball movement, they uh, – you know, imagine Portland being up 17 in game two on the road losing. You know, that's one thing. But to come home and be up 18 and then – lose that game the way they did for I, I don't know how they come back tonight. I, I honestly don't know how they come back tonight. It's uh it was hard to watch and I don't know too many teams in the history that we could say it doesn't really make a difference how many points you're down at halftime. They're right. never out of it. Uh it, it, this is a special group of guys, man. It's I, I think it's funny too because in a in a LeBron less finals that we're going to have as well as playoffs you know, once again, old reliable, the Golden State Warriors, they're going to provide the most entertainment uh, of, of anything, no matter who they play, whether it be Toronto or Milwaukee, it's really Golden State that's going to be the uh, is going to be the attraction. And it should be. Yep. I think you're right there, Joe. I mean, you know, I liken it to, you know, we say that they got the soul sucked out of them. It's like, you know, Portland knew they had a chance in game three to kind of punch back. They oh. were going to give their best punch. They were up by 17 or 18. And they, you know, what is the mindset knowing that you get them with your best shot and you still could not get it done and the tidal wave still washed over you? And, yeah. You know, at that point, do you honestly, in your heart of hearts, if you ask C.J. McCollum and Dame Lillard, Enos Cantor, in an honest moment, if they look themselves in the mirror, do they really think they're winning four in a row against yeah. Golden State? 
No. And so what does that mean for their energy, for their faith, for their toughness tonight? I'm not sure. This could be really quick, especially when the Golden State Warriors see that game one of the NBA Finals is set in stone. It's a week and a half from now. They right. could relish the opportunity to maybe get a week of rest and get guys like, oh, I don't know, Boogie Cousins and Kevin Durant back for the right. NBA Finals. So I think they know that they need to keep their foot on the throat of the Blazers. I think we're going to see a best effort. My question is, you know, I agreed with you, Joe. The Portland Trailblazers were a team that had fight, that had heart. But in this situation, if Golden State gets up eight in the second half or late second quarter, does it become a coronation? Do they still have enough to punch back tonight? I'm not sure. I, listen, I mean, they they couldn't have played a better 24 minutes than they did in the first half at home, dropping 66 points, being as balanced as they were. I, they did everything right, and then, oh, yeah, there's still 24 minutes left to go. And having it happen not once but back-to-back and in your building, uh, guys, history does not look kind upon the situation that the Portland Trailblazers are in tonight. And to be honest, I'm shocked the number is as little as it is. We'll, we'll dive into those numbers here tonight, totals as well. We'll do that coming up next here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Let's make it rain. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. I weigh 329 pounds. I was a heart attack waiting to happen. I got Andro 400. It makes me not so hungry. I started noticing more energy. I noticed my belly was starting to shrink up. I started seeing weight come off. 80 some pounds. I went from 330 to 245. For a 56-year-old guy to lose that much weight, it took something, brother. I feel great. I feel like I was when I was 35 years old. That was Ruben. Now listen to what Josh says about Andro 400. Well, I'll tell you, man, that stuff really works. It was insane. I've heard the commercials walk for a decade. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to try it. My pants are like falling off. It really works. I bought suits last year for my new job, and they're falling off of me. It's insane. Guys, if you want to lose belly fat, gain energy, strength, and muscle, and look and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. That's 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Searching for an outdoor oasis but don't have time to catch a flight? Join us in the heart of Midtown at Versa, packed with good vibes, great views, and service unmatched. Fully stocked with five bars throughout the venue. Aside from our stellar dining menu, Tuesday through Friday, our culinary team has curated a delectable rotation of food activations to be featured on our patio from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Join us for nonstop fun on one of New York City's largest patios as rooftop season is finally upon us. Located at 215 West 35th Street, New York, New York. Official partners of the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? 
Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800 story that came out about him over the weekend where uh, you know his evolution as a NBA player is is come a long way too since when he started Draymond he's not the same guy that he was it's not the same dude that got tossed out uh, let's say you know the three years ago in that NBA finals he's a different guy and it's funny he was talking about uh, a situation about how his um, he had to sit down and, and have a talk with his son because I guess he was watching his kid play um, basketball, and he I learned kept it from watch- you, Dad. <laughs> yeah, he kept watching him flop, and and Draymond's <laughs> like, "Dude, what are you doing?" He's like, "What do you mean? What am I doing?" He's like, "I'm, I'm." Do-. He's like, "You got to stop watching the NBA, man." He's like, "You know," he's like, "He's like that kind of did it for me." He's like, "I once I saw that kind of stuff happening with my own kid, he realized that, man." Um, he's got to stop watching this and, and we've got to do better. We, we've got to, we've got to somehow be able to, uh, to, to rise above this because that's really what the NBA for a while, that's the, you know, that's the Houston Rockets MO right there. That's what you do. It's the, it's the flop central. And I thought it was interesting that, you know, he, once he saw his kids start doing it, it kind of hit home for him going, yeah, no, this is not going to work. Like, like, dude, you got to stop watching the NBA. Could you imagine? Start watching college college basketball. Stop watching the NBA because the NBA has got better actors than Hollywood does, Dane. It's interesting. If he wants to teach his kids the right fundamentals, to be quite honest, what he should watch is the WNBA yeah, ahead right. of the NBA. Yes. Yes. You know, if you want to know the truth, if you want to teach your kid the right way to play, they're playing yep. below the rim for the most part with the fundamentals and stuff like that. But, yeah, that's interesting. I um, Listen, here's my question, though, Joe. Does Draymond Green ever get a max contract in the NBA? I, I think he's earned it now, hasn't he? I really yeah. do. I, I, really I think you're do. right. It's just the thing is, will any other team besides Golden State truly understand his comprehensive value and open up the purse strings for him? Yeah. Um, but, you know, listen, I, I think he's uh, he's going to get paid one way or the other. I, I do think that if he wants to continue with the Warriors and if he wants to keep winning and keep this thing going, which is going to be the ultimate question. But it'll always um, be third fiddle at best. Yeah, and that's okay, but I mean, I, I but I also think he's a guy that understands. Well, he should be. We'll find out. But he's a guy that understands his role. Listen, this the role you play in the Warriors is the role you're going to play in it. You're never going to be the number one option anywhere you right. go. That's it's not going to be the Draymond. You're not Kyrie. You know, as much as Kyrie, I think figured out too. Maybe I'm a number two. I think Draymond right. understands what his role is. And if you're if that's what your role is in the NBA, why in the hell would you want to go play someplace else? Other when the two best shooters the game's, you know, has, has ever seen, possibly a third, 
Uh, why would you want to leave that uh, for the money? A I lot mean, of these guys want to be Batman and not Robin. It's yeah. part of like the NBA star. That's what they they want to see them. They want to be the alpha dog. You know, they want to prove that it could be their team. I but agree he's with never you, been that guy. He's, that you know, Kyrie was that guy at Duke. You know, Kyrie always had that number one drink. Kyrie was that had that chip like I could be the man and then he lands with LeBron and he's not. So, you know, he's got he's got this chip on his shoulder. But Draymond's really never been that guy. Not even out of college. I think a lot of players want to show that they are the guy. Um, and a lot of times, it, I mean, Kyrie is a perfect example, but it turns out that, you know, greener grass is always greener on the other side. You know, I would say to Draymond Green, I would say to Clay Thompson, if you spend your entire career in Golden State, you will have a statue, even if you were second fiddle to Steph Curry for this dynasty. I think the smart move is to, you know, stay put. Uh, someone else might offer you a lot of money to be the alpha dog, and then right. it, it may not always be as rosy for some of these guys. But it's interesting. Yep. I don't know what is, what's in their makeup, you know? If they right. want to go like that Kyrie route and try to prove that they are Batman and not Robin, I just know a lot of, you know, ego is alive and well sure. in the NBA. Yeah, it, no, it certainly is. But um, you're also talking about a team that has spent uh, all of these years being the most egoless team that I've ever seen in the history of the NBA. Uh, a bunch of guys that seem to understand that they are much better you know, the sum of their parts as opposed yeah. to a whole bunch of individuals moving on to other places. It's amazing what they've been able to do. It's amazing what Steve Carr has done. And they go into tonight's game, guys, on a five-game winning streak. And when you look at, since 2005, teams in this spot who are on at least a five-game winning streak entering game four with an opportunity to sweep, yeah, they're 26-11 and 11, uh, over yeah. that time. And the Warriors have been in this spot six times. They're four and two straight up and against the number. They're two losses, of course, coming against the Cavs and the Rockets. And uh, the Portland Trailblazers at this point are not the Cavs and certainly not the Rockets. Uh, it, it's just, it, I don't see how they do it. I mean, minus one of the minus three and a half yeah, uh, Golden State half. now. Uh, the over-under is 220. I, you know, you we've learned what? Lillard's got some sort of rib issue now, something along those lines. I mean, listen, at this point in the season, who, you know, I, I give Everybody's credit to Kawhi. Yeah, Kawhi's like, you know, everyone's like, oh, your leg. And he's like, listen, yeah, guys, Kawhi everyone, too. yeah, everyone's got issues here at this point. So I it's mean, no. Enos Cantor is still <laughs> fasting for Ramadan, for goodness sake. I know. Sake, you know? Like, what do you want me to do here? Hey. Like, everyone has got something. You know, Steph's got dislocated listen. fingers. Everybody's got something going. You know, Iguodala, who the hell knew if he was going to be able to return? So right. uh, at this point in listen, the season, Portland everybody's their best punch. They yes. threw their best punch. It wasn't yep. good enough. Toronto yep. last night threw their best punch. It, it just by a little bit was good enough to get a W. I think that's what we're seeing. I, I really wonder what's going to be left in the tank, what that atmosphere, what the crowd is going to be like. Let me tell you something right away. The Golden State Warriors, Joe, usually have like Blitzkrieg in the third quarter. If, if Golden State has any kind of run in the first quarter – uh, that building might be real quiet yeah. tonight. Well, you know, the one thing that we should have learned, you know, if you haven't already figured out that blood in the water with this team, and that's what you've yep. got here. You know, you've got the chum uh, being thrown into the water right now, and the Sharks are awaiting, guys. And I can tell you that Golden State, it, it would be nice to clinch it home, but Golden State's past that, all right? They are at this point going, let's get it done. Let's move on. Let's wait. Game one, like you said, Already set in stone. 
So there's no, there's absolutely zero point in dragging this thing out, and that's exactly what happens. Now they're gonna get Kevin Durant and Boogie Cousins back. You know, they're going to, listen, Joe, let's like, they're going to win tonight, right? And then they're going to have a week and a half, Joe, to get to incorporate KD and Boogie Cousins into the NBA finals. Um, You know, I mean, it's going to be a tall mountain to unseat the Kings this year. Yeah, and it's, uh, and and thank goodness for them because they are still uh, really exciting to watch. It's, It's a fun brand of basketball. It's Golden State Warrior basketball. It's what changed the league. Uh, and to me, I'm watching that game last night, and the Milwaukee Bucks are the wannabe Golden State Warriors. Like, I get it. You want to chuck up as many threes as humanly possible, but right. you just don't have the ho- – like, you don't have the shooters. Like, you just don't have the shooters to be able to do what Golden State Warrior – you know, what – I right. listen, Houston has tried to mimic it. Everybody else has tried to mimic it, and the only, the only team that's come close to competing with them – has been the best player on planet Earth uh, in LeBron James in a lot of cases, you know, doing, putting it on his shoulders to be able to compete against them with some guys that might be able to knock down some shots like a Kyrie and a Kevin Love. But other than that, you just, I, even LeBron knew you weren't going to beat Golden State by playing Golden State basketball. Like, you're not going to beat them at their own game. But it seems like that's what we're, we've got here in the NBA now is we've got a bunch of teams who are trying to be, the you know, league. version of Golden State, but they just they don't have the horses to pull it off. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Like, you say only Cleveland. I I, I, I know how you're going to respond, Joe, but I would put Houston in that category. Houston has tried, and Houston has been close with them. Houston's played them to about a 500 record over the last couple of years. We all understand and think what would have happened last year if no Chris Paul. The Warriors are better. Okay, the Warriors are better. I'm just saying, of the teams that are trying to beat the Warriors at the Warriors game, the Rockets are just a one rung below, and we may find out over the next couple of weeks that the Milwaukee Bucks are also one rung below in trying to play this game. It is a copycat league, Joe. We talk about it. Three is better than two. This is what's happening across the NBA. But here's the qu- here's the thing. Mark Jackson said it. You know, four years ago at this point, the the Golden State Warriors literally have the best shooting backcourt in NBA history. Okay, Mm -hmm. it has changed the math of the NBA. Three is more than two. It has changed the geometry of the NBA. When these guys can shoot from 30 feet away, it opens up the spacing on the floor. When you have an energizer bunny like Draymond, who's happy to do all the dirty work, you know, adding KD just made it unfair. Right. But we are, in fact, seeing Joe. You know, let's play this out. If Golden State wins, that's four in five years. The NBA had to suspend Draymond. They had injuries or else we'd be talking about potentially five in a row. Joe, we are seeing maybe the best collection of basketball team talent ever. And so maybe we just give them its due. You know what I'm saying? Like when Jordan and the Bulls were playing in the 90s, like the Jazz were a pretty good team with two Hall of Famers. The Knicks, the Heat, the Pacers, they were probably pretty good teams. They were just up against the greatest of all time. We may have to understand that Golden State, literally, this could be the best run we've ever seen in NBA history. It could result with four out of five championships and won 73 win season to set all kinds of records. Yeah. The, 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 probably there's a commercial out there and I can't remember who it's for, where it talks about, you know, uh, almost isn't good enough. You know, a guy sits in a tattoo parlor and he's like, you're the, you're the best guy in in the city. Right. He's like, yeah, no, 
that's what Houston okay, and everybody yeah. else is. I mean, almost yeah. isn't good enough because as as much as you may be close to them, we, we saw this year, your issue has to do with above the shoulders. It has to do with your heart. It has to do with being able to rise above. And you can't teach that. I, I don't know that you can... It's not the right chemistry. Whatever it is, almost is not good enough when we're talking about this Golden State Warriors team. You have to be, you have to be better. And like you said, in many aspects, and a lot of people view that championship they lost, like you lost, they still lost in seven games. Don't forget the NBA that Steph Curry had a knee problem. You had Draymond got suspended. You know, don't forget Oklahoma City with Kevin Durant took them to seven, and they were down three one in that series right. and came back. You know, people forget that. Then yeah, they yeah, took, yeah. you know, LeBron to seven with that. So it takes a lot and and maybe even a little bit of luck for these guys to be able to kind of trip up right. themselves, which they haven't done very often in the past. But the one thing that we've learned about these guys, no matter how talented that backcourt is, uh, there are going to be times where it, it, you're going to need more. And that more is that something you just can't teach, man, that – that killer instinct, that desire, just n- that that ability not to lose. That going, I don't care. You're not beating us here tonight. It's a we've seen it from some of the greats. Michael had it. Bird had it. You know, Magic Kobe. had it. These these guys that were part of these dynasties. That was that. That was the thing that separated them. Yes, they were talented, but you know what? The teams they played were pretty damn talented too, man. I mean, Michael. The, the Miami Heat, the Alonzo Mornings, yeah. the New York Knicks, the Starks, the you Listen, there were some very talented teams, but exactly. the problem and the difference was Michael wasn't going to lose. Like, he was not going to let you win. I mean, that's what Golden State is now to this NBA, mm-hmm. and you're going to need more than just, you know, your A game to be able to beat these guys. Yeah, and that and that's what it is. So when I step back, even when we're close to it right now, my reaction is generally going to be, it's not poo-pooing these other teams. Right. It's almost celebrating how great Golden State is. It should you know? be, yes. It's, it's, it's this idea of, like, all these other teams, whether you want to talk Bucks, Rockets, whoever it is, like, they were... They were champ, you know. They were championship level teams. We just see yep. they just happen to be going against one of the greatest of all time. I think it's about yep. the good of Golden State instead of the bad of these also Rams. Let's celebrate and enjoy it while we can, because we don't know how long it's going to be around. Same with Brooks Kupka. We'll talk about him coming up here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy. If you need power, I think Austin Riley is probably your guy. If you need a little bit of everything on the offensive side, then you're probably looking at a guy like Kesson Hero or even Brendan Rodgers, who I think might be able to hit for decent batting average, a little bit of pop, obviously playing in Coors Field in Colorado. Not only is it positional need, I do agree with that. That is obviously going to play a big factor into who you're bidding on this weekend. But I think what stats you need also factors into which players you're bidding on here, Greg. Weekdays, noon Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. 
especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies, to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. Hi, I'm Keith Urban. I believe every child is entitled to a complete and inspiring education. Music education programs in our schools help kids learn, socialize, gain confidence, and stay in school. They need your help to survive. The Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation gives school music programs the instruments they need to make this opportunity available to every student who wants to play. With your help, we can keep music alive in our schools and give all kids the education they deserve. Visit mhopus.org now to find out how you can help. what we do here at the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Darren Airy, Dane Martinez. Hope the weekend was a profitable one. Best part about Mondays is if it wasn't, ha, you get to start all I over again it. today. Day one it is. And, uh, of course, we've got, uh, like we told you here, Warriors-Blazers game four tonight. Might be the easiest selection ever made all year. Uh, win or lose, I don't see how I could ever side with the Portland Trailblazers after watching them get deflated uh, like they did and just demoralized in game three. My experience, teams don't recover from that. It's one thing to lose to the better team. It's a whole nother thing to have your heart ripped out of you in front of your home crowd, which is kind of exactly what happened there. As far as Toronto and uh, and Milwaukee go, game uh, game four will be tomorrow. Uh, that series now two to one, thanks to a double overtime hot potato. I don't want it. You take it. No, you take it. No, I don't want it. Uh, the Bucks and uh, Raptors, 118-112. Toronto wins last night. Congratulations there. Kawhi Leonard played, I don't know, seemed like 60 minutes last night. Guy's an absolute beast. Um, uh, had 36 points, nine boards, five assists. Uh, your Something's MVP of the NBA. Too, What's that? Something's up with his leg. Something's up with his leg. Yeah, well, like he said, there's something up with everybody. So, But it certainly wasn't prohibiting him from playing uh, the, the last two minutes of that double overtime and scoring the buckets like Kawhi does, uh, you know, ahead of time, giving, him, giving his team a shot to win it. Unlike your MVP of the NBA there, uh, the Greek freak who had 12 points and, uh, and missed five free throws, two of seven from the line, including something I haven't seen in a very long time, an air ball on a free throw there. Wasn't good enough. Fouled out. The entire starting team of the Bucks, by the way, was uh, it was it was just it was embarrassing. Twenty turnovers leading to twenty-one points. Uh, we've got a game four. Should be very interesting if Toronto is to pull this off. That's for sure. We'll analyze it all coming up here 
next hour in the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm excited, Dane. Not to mention Brooks Kupka wins, right? How cool yeah, was got a that? Question about Brooks. In fact, yeah. And let's think about this, man. Brooks Kupka. Everyone had kind of Saturday was like, give it to him, 63-65. Like, give it to him. Well, and you just, yeah. one. Uh, Get yeah. down the well, one. It was pretty interesting for a second there. 25 mile per hour wins at yeah, Pace Black. Uh, they had a little bit different uh, perspective on it going, yeah. Uh, and once again, congratulations. Maybe the best runner-up ever, Dustin Johnson. We'll cover that coming up the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. <laughs> 